Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. And your host this week is me, Matt, Pastor Matt. Hello, everyone. Uh, Welcome to the podcast this week. Uh, Normally, Dwight Beal would be our host this week, but uh, at least on the week we're recording this, Dwight is not here. Dwight and Betsy are actually on a honeymoon. So, yay, (laughs) Dwight and Betsy, we love you guys. And uh, by the time this airs, uh, you'll be back among us and we'll get to hug you. But uh, man, just excited for God's work and activity in Dwight and Betsy's life. And I told Dwight, like, Dude, you're going to be on a honeymoon. I will take the podcast for you this week. So I will be your guide, your facilitator, your host. And I'm excited, super excited about our guest, Kevin Crawford. Kevin, you want to say hi? Hi. Glad to be here, Matt. Yeah. Excited to join you guys as uh, part of the uh, Victory Point family here very soon on staff and just uh, encouraged to uh, encourage you guys in the near future. Yeah. So Kevin Crawford should be a familiar name to everyone listening. If you're a victory pointer, I know we have others who listen to the podcast as well. So just to let you know, uh, Kevin is joining our staff team. Um, his first day will be May 9. So you'll get to listen to him all week this week. And then next Monday will be his first day on staff and, uh, we'll have him up front soon on Sunday too. So people can uh, hear from him and see him and we can meet his family. Um, but I'm so, so excited. And we'll tell the story this week of, of how Kevin uh, became connected with us here at Victory Point. But uh, this is your chance to get to know Kevin this week. So if you're uh, new to the podcast, um, we have a Bible reading plan that we follow here at Victory Point. Um, all of us uh, read the same passage every day. Uh, we're coming up on three years now in this current Bible reading plan. We'll conclude this one this fall. And uh, this podcast is intended just to be a place where after reading it yourself, you can hear just everyday ordinary disciples um, talking about what the Lord is, is saying to them and uh, process the, the passage together. So that's what we're going to do. Um, but before we dive into today's passage, um, Kevin, uh, let's just come back to you. Just tell us a little bit more about like uh, you, your family, um, just give us a a snapshot of the Crawfords. Yeah, my wife Dulce and I have been married for almost 25 years, 25 years this summer. Uh, We have four boys, Uh, Colin, he is a freshman at the University of Wisconsin studying chemistry. Uh, Micah is a junior at West Ottawa on the varsity baseball team. Caleb is a, no, Micah is a junior, Caleb's a sophomore, Mm -hmm. and then Jacob is in sixth grade at Mac Bay. So yeah, we moved here last summer, um, moved near our in-laws here. And so, yeah, we're just excited to be here. And yeah, my wife and I met at, in college doing Young Life Ministry together. Nice. How long have you guys been married? Almost 25 years. So this is 25 years this summer. So I've got to do something special. So, you do. Yeah. Tori and I celebrated 25 years last fall. Yeah. And uh, I still need to do something special. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we could swap ideas. That's right. You know, in yeah. between podcast recordings. That's so awesome. And uh, just a little known fun fact is uh, Kevin and Dulcie and their boys uh, actually are our neighbors. Yeah. They moved into our neighborhood. Uh, that's how I first met Kevin uh, last summer. And um, and what uh, just God so good. He, he's so cool, like in, in the way that he's maneuvered this journey together. So a delight to have you on our podcast today. Let me ask you just to get to know your questions just yeah. for the Victory Point family and our our podcast listeners. Um, 
I mean, like your pastor, is that what you wanted to be when you grew up? You know, growing up, I grew up in a really good home, but I didn't come to Christ until high school through the ministry of Young Life. Uh-huh. Uh, and I went to college not knowing exactly what I wanted to do. Um, I love to speak and communicate, but it was in college that I realized, okay, God's called me to vocational ministry. So gotcha. I didn't know what I wanted to do growing up, really. No, <laughs> I was going to be an astronaut. An astronaut. Yeah. Then I was going to be a plastics engineer, then an accountant, and uh, then a youth pastor, and then... That's how it's all unraveled since then. Yeah, I think the only thing that I could think about, like I thought about growing up or even college was either a lawyer, a trial lawyer, just because I like to speak and do argumentation, Mm -hmm. uh, which isn't good for a marriage. I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or do sales, you know, and and, uh, so those are only two thoughts, but nothing like growing up. I was like fireman or I'm sure there was a phase of fireman or BGI Joe or something like that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Okay, a couple of speed round questions. What's the current or most recent book you've read? Current book, uh, I'm doing reading a book called Created, um, and it just talks about that we were all designed to create and to be entrepreneurs. And mm-hmm. so I think it's Created. I'm not sure always the title. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm reading a book. I'm like, what's the title again? Yep. So yep. it's a blue book. That's blue all. Book. <laughs> yes. So okay. Favorite board game. Favorite board game. Uh, probably sorry, just because, uh, classic. Yeah. Classic. Cause you can converse over it. Yeah. You know, there's not much strategy, but we also, uh, we like to play ticket to ride also as a family, oh, yeah. which is a fun game. I do like that one. My son Reese, that's one of his favorite games. Uh, favorite college football team, Ohio state football. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, God, God came to save the lost. That's so right. uh, we we're glad you're, you're part of our family. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, U of M fans here at Victory Point and some state fans. Uh, I can't think of any, the Ohio State the University Ohio State, fans. Right. So um, maybe you can start something, but uh, I was at that game just by the way. When I know. U of where M we lost. Beat, yeah. Ohio State. So thank you, Howers. A um, couple more. Uh, an awesome meal would include what food and what drink? Awesome meal, uh, a really good steak, mm-hmm. and uh, probably what to drink. Uh, if I can say it, a really good bourbon. Okay, you can totally <laughs> say it. Yeah, a really good bourbon before the steak, probably. You, you probably your your stock just went up, probably to some of our listeners. Yeah. Oh, my kind of guy, my kind of pastor, right there. Um, I, I learned from Kevin just a few minutes ago. He has not yet been to Russ's here in Holland. So he, he hasn't quite like broken into the, the, the actual community yet, but uh, we're hoping that that will happen yeah. someday soon. And then last question, um, do you have any nicknames? Like, did you have any nicknames growing up or in school or anything like that? Well, growing up, it was, I was bug eyes because my eyes were bigger than my <laughs> head, which is not, you know, I've been in counseling for that, you know, just joking. <laughs> right. But then uh, pastoring a church in a college town, they started, college students started calling me Rev Kev. Oh yeah. So yeah, Rev that's actually Kev. my Gmail is RevKevCrawford at Gmail. So I did notice that. So yeah, so that's that's a fun one. Very good. Well, all right, Rev Kev. Let's. Uh, we've already used half our time just in getting to know you, but that's part of the purpose of this podcast this week is to get to know Kevin. But we do want to get to know the Lord through His Word. So we're in the Book of Acts today, Acts nine thirty six through forty three. Uh, would you like to read that for us today? Yeah. Okay. Acts 9, uh, starting in verse 36. In Joppa, there was a disciple named Tabitha. In Greek, her name is Dorcas. Again, what you should never name a kid. Right. But, all right, going on. <laughs> she was always doing good and helping the poor. About that time, she became sick and died. 
and her body was washed and placed in the upper room. Lydia was near Joppa. So when the disciples heard that Peter was in, was in Lydia, they sent two men to him and urged him, please come at once. Peter went with them. And when he arrived, he was taken upstairs to the room. All the widows stood around crying and showing him the robes and other clothes uh, Dorcas had made him made while she was still with them. Peter went, Peter sent them all out of the room. Then he got down on his knees and prayed. Turning towards the dead woman, he said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes and seeing Peter, she sat up. He took her by the hand and helped her to her feet. Then he called for the believers, especially the widows, and presented her to them alive. This became known all over Joppa, and many people believed in the Lord. Peter stayed in Joppa for some time with a tanner named Simon. Yes. So in the town of Joppa, a disciple named Tabitha made a lot of clothes, especially for the poor people. She died. They call Peter. Peter comes, kicks everyone out of the room, prays. She comes back to life. Peter hung, hangs around for a while. Like, yeah, what a story. Like, what in there? I mean, there's so much in all these passages, but like, what in particular today is just drawing your attention or kind of sparking you right now? Well, one, it's just miraculous. God yeah. brings life out of death. Yes. Um, Sounds and, like a, a story we re, we kind yeah, of... Yeah, a narrative over and over, death yeah. out of life. Yeah. Like, or like life a, out of death. Like, like a holiday we celebrated a few weeks ago. Yeah. You know, Easter. Yeah. Uh, and then through that, many people believe. But as I read this, what mm -hmm. jumped to my mind first was, it seemed like this is a very parallel story to when Jesus brought someone back to life mm. um, that when Jesus was walking the earth, there was a time in which there was someone sick mm -hmm. and who died mm -hmm. and everyone had lost hope. And he went in, prayed and they came to life again. Yes. You know, we can read it in black and white pages, but it's like this miraculous deal. And then I was wondering, okay, is this actually just written? Okay, just quick word of explanation. Our computer went to sleep and stopped recording. So uh, we're picking up where we left off. So do you remember where you were, Kevin? Yeah, I just think <laughs> well, we have the story in Acts where uh, Peter went in and prayed that a person would come to life. Yeah. And that reminded me of a story about Jesus when he did the same thing. Mm -hmm. And that ordinary disciples looked to Jesus. And I wonder if Peter said, you know what? This person is dead. Yeah. And I'm just going to go in because I saw Jesus do this. Yes. To pray that life would be brought back into this person. And so, yes, this is a narrative. So should we do that all the time? No, but this we should pray big prayers. Yes. Pray big prayers because Jesus asked us to walk in his ways. So Jesus went in and did this miraculous thing. He said that we would do greater things than him. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. also reminds me of our common friend, Alex and Hannah Absalom, yeah. who talk about naturally supernatural, that are we praying these miraculous things because we know that God can do it. Because mm -hmm. if he's, he's always, he's taken my life from dead to life in a spiritual realm and a physical realm for all of eternity. So why are we not praying prayers that are that big on a regular basis? I love it. That, so. that resonates exactly with where my heart and head were going to as I read this and meditated on this passage. And if we're called to be disciples, a disciple is someone who um, learns to be like Jesus and do the kinds of things Jesus did. 
That's what Peter's doing right here. Right. He's like, well, I saw Jesus do this with, I think that, that widow's kid yeah. and also with Lazarus, obviously yeah. like, so I'm supposed to be like Jesus. He now has witnessed Jesus raised from the dead. He now has the Holy spirit. And so he's going after it. And we today shouldn't assume that these are just stories for the Bible times. I mean, they're pictures to us of, of how we're to live. So right. I was struck by the very same thing that um, as soon as Tabitha died and they hear Peter's nearby in a nearby town, they send two men to him and urge him to come. Like, it's almost like they had this expectation, like, oh, Peter will fix this. Right. Peter will do something about this. Like, there was this expectation that, um, oh, yeah, she's dead, but um, she can come back to life. Like, like, do I operate with, with that mindset, you know, when facing big, challenging things, even like death? Like, I can right. honestly say on this podcast, I have never prayed for a dead person to come back to life. It just seems out of the realm of possibility. Yet it's not because right. we have these scriptures and these kinds of things did happen. It didn't happen every time, like you said, but, you know, maybe I wonder why, you know, so, so Peter came and he understands they're expecting him to, to do something. I wondered why he cleared the room. Is it because like, well, if this doesn't work, I, I don't want anyone to see this, but I, I love like his bold, audacious faith. Like he just, I'm going to pray though. I'm, I'm going to pray. And I love the simplicity of his prayer was three words, Tabitha, get up. Yeah. <laughs> That's all he prayed. He didn't pray like, Lord, if it's your will. If it, I mean, because he <laughs> knew like your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it's heaven. In heaven, there's no death. So I'm just going to pray boldly and in confidence like Tabitha, get up. And I don't know what would have happened if she hadn't. Maybe he would just feel like, well, you know, I went for it, you know, but if he hadn't prayed that, this wouldn't have happened. Right. So like, Maybe we won't always get this level of answer every time, but we never will if we don't pray these kind of prayers, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. I I was I'm the same way. I've never gone in and prayed for somebody who's dead. Yeah. And um, I maybe I will. You yeah. Know? And uh, and not not having to qualify it, like you said, your will be done, mm -hmm. or like if it's your will. Yes, I think yes, it's we're praying always like if it's your will. Yeah, but I think in my own way, I am almost qualifying that uh, for people that listening that are listening to me in prayer. Yeah, um, but I want to pray bold prayers for people because um, the same Spirit that rose Christ from the dead resides in us, mm -hmm. and so we can pray those bold prayers. Um, um, and as we walk together in community, I think people will understand why we're praying those prayers. Yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, that is an interesting question. Why did he clear the room? Yeah, I you just know? found that interesting, you know. Um, because Jesus, I think, only took a few people into the room with him. Maybe he's modeling. He You're right. He's he, modeling what he experienced because Jesus maybe, I think, just brought Peter, James, and John. Yeah. So he was part of that little teeny uh, moment there. Um, that's good. That's and so good. maybe it was he didn't see the maturity of the people mm -hmm. to come with him to see that prayer. I yep. don't know. He's just doing what Jesus did, yeah. which is really all we're called to do. Right. Just whatever we see Jesus put into practice and put on display to to go for it in our own lives, you yeah. know, to trust in that, to trust because we have that power source right. you know, in us. And I want like that phrase, our friend Alex and Hannah Absalom, that we would be naturally supernatural. Yeah. You know, that we would just go to prayer mm -hmm. and like, hey, raise this person. Yeah. Transform this person. You know, yeah. Give the sight to the blind. Yeah. You know, heal the sickness, free them from this addiction. 
um, and just resting in his sovereignty, meaning his control over all things. But if we don't ask, we won't receive. Yes. And that's a fundamental truth. Like you have to begin with enough belief to ask. Right. In, in, you know, I love that prayer in, in the gospels, like, Lord, I do believe help my unbelief. Mm, you know, your yeah. belief grows as you practice, yeah. you know, as you go for it, as you take a swing at it. And, right. um, so, so maybe the simple application today is what is it in our lives, you know, in the lives of the people around us that um, need life? You know, maybe it's not physical death, but, but need spiritual life, need, need emotional, mental life, like, um, you know, healing. Like, like to, what would it look like is, as we're driving around, as we're walking around, as we're walking around the, you know, the floor at work or the, the hallways at school, um, our neighborhoods, just to speak like simple, personal three word prayers. Like, um, like I think of my, like my dad, like dad be healed, cancer be gone. You know, just, just go directly, you know, in be direct in the prayer, be personal, um, be confident, but to pray boldly, to yeah. pray personal, bold prayers. Right. Yeah. Cause I think maybe the example is here by Jesus and by Peter, you can't pray anything bigger than from death to life. Right. So anything, right. you know, backfilled from that as minor as, you know, uh, fix my hangnail, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, like we should be praying all those bold prayers mm-hmm. um, and bringing them before his throne because he cares for us. Yeah. Let's do that victory point. Um, and everybody listening uh, as Peter imitates Jesus, may we imitate Peter and Jesus and their example of um, bold, confident, simple, direct prayers in watch what happens. Yes, let's do it. All right. Well, a good day. Uh, first day of May or second day, first Monday of May. Um, hope it was a good one for everybody. Hope it will be a good one if you're listening in the morning. And uh, hopefully you tune in and join us tomorrow on Tuesday. See you later. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.